Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the service this morning. And if this is your first time at Thomas Ridley Church, an extra special warm welcome to you. Um, if you've not been in this layout of the church before, then just so you know, that side of the church is for those who want to stay a little bit socially distanced. This side of the church is for those who have no restriction on that and are, are relaxed either way. Um, please try and, and stick to that because we, we don't want people to feel uncomfortable in our church or more importantly, your church, because that's what this is. All right, so we just want everybody to feel comfortable because the whole point of us being here today is to worship God and it's to praise him and it's to say thank you for bringing us here this morning. Hopefully, you've all either seen the notices online or you've got a notice sheet in your hand, so you should know what the notices are. I've been given two pieces of paper now, I went for my eye test this week, and the bloke at the eye test place said, my eyes were very, very slightly worse than they usually are, but absolutely perfect. Elaine, you need to write bigger. <laughs> if I get this wrong, <laughs> I can hardly see it. It's amazing. Right, so, first notice. Tea and coffee. We are very pleased that we are able to start serving tea and coffee after the service. Please could you help by not queuing too close to others and by returning your cup or mug to the table outside the kitchen in the foyer, not to the serving hatch. That's notice one, okay? Notice two is collection. For the time being, we will not be having a formal collection using the bags during the service. Instead, there is a plate on the table at the door at the back of the main hall for those who wish to donate for the work of the church. And then one other notice that's extra. Chris is starting the flower calendar up again. If you would like flowers in church to mark birthdays or anniversaries, then please see Chris and Chris will arrange that. Chris is waving. Two hands now, right? So hopefully you can all see that. Right. So we can focus on God. Let's just pray. Father God, we thank you that we are here this morning. We thank you, Lord, that you brought us to this church. We thank you, Lord, that we can worship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. We pray, Lord, that you bless this service, that you speak to each one of us, and that you open our hearts to what you have to say to us, and that we listen. Let this service and our worship bring glory to you. In the name of Jesus, we ask it, Lord. Amen. Now, can I ask you, if you are able, to please stand while Julie brings in the Word of God. All yours, Dave. Morning. I was told by Elaine that somebody specifically requested that I preach this week. So I'm looking around for who's missing. Anyway, um, it's good to see you all here this morning. And we'll start with a um, call to worship. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. 
Lord God, we come to worship you this morning with your command to draw near to you, ringing in our ears. It sounds so obvious, Lord, so simple, but we find it so difficult. A thousand trivial things get in the way, such as our appetites, the television, our hobbies, even the tickle we have in the small of our back. Help us this morning, Lord, to forget all these things and bring you our whole attention so that we can hear you speaking to us. And when we have heard, help us to obey. Amen. So we're going to have a bit of a hybrid service today. Um, so some of the songs, uh, you'll notice that the worship group is a worship group of one. Uh, that's Derek, um, and he's going to be playing some hymns through the, the uh, service. And we're also going to have uh, two or three of the videos that we all come to know and love during the Zoom time, <clears throat> which we can sing along to. So we're going to have a couple of those to start with. To start with, All Who Are Thirsty. So let's pray. And at the end of this prayer, um, we'll say the Lord's Prayer together, which will be up on the screen. So let's pray. Forgive us for the wasted moment spent selfishly or just filling time. For the hurtful moments caused by our words or our actions. For the thoughtless moments lacking in love for the destructive moments when we let our anger rip for the missed moments frozen by hesitation and doubt help us now and every moment to try to live as Jesus lived fully present fully human full of love Amen. Let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Okay, so we've had a couple of um, contemporary songs. Um, now, uh, I don't think anybody can really describe the next one as a contemporary song. Derek is going to, to lead us as we sing, Guide Me Out. Oh, thou great Jehovah. Hopefully he can play it better than I can say it. Guide me, oh, thou great Jehovah. Over to you, Derek.
sit down now. <clears throat> I don't write them like that anymore. I always think that um, William Williams' parents just lacked imagination, didn't they, really? Anyway, so we now come on to birthdays, um, and Derek is primed to play happy birthday to anybody who has had a birthday over the last week, or is having a birthday over the next week. So, um, don't be shy. We've got one. You want to stand up? Marvellous. Anybody else? All right, so it's Martin. So, Derek, um, can we have a um, happy birthday just with one person um, for Martin? Okay. This is going to be on the pipe organ, so this is going to be interesting. Okay. And happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Martin, happy birthday to you. That wild kid. Special applause, because I think that's the first one you've had in about six months, so um, right. Okay, so we're, we're now the junior church is going to go off to their classes. Um, and before they do, um, then Marina is going to share some family news. To any of you who don't know my youngest daughter, Claire, she rose up through the ranks of brownies, guides, um, and she was one of Janet's first rainbows ever here. She was also a very active member of the church and she helped at junior church and um, lots of holiday clubs. And when her and Sam, he was a childhood sweetheart, they graduated, they moved to Durham and got married. And the good news is this is her now. She is 31 weeks pregnant with a little boy and we're all really, really excited. So obviously if you can keep her in your prayers, that'd be lovely. Thank you. Aww. 
Right, okay then. So as the junior church leaders and uh, the junior church go to their classes, we'll just pray. And Lord, we pray both for the, the teachers, but also for everybody who's in those classes. Lord, we pray that you'll be with them all, and that through these classes, they, they will come to know you better and closer. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't all go at once. I mean, I've read the sermon, it's not bad, you know, so. It's fun, really, really. I'm almost in tears. In fact, I am in tears. That's the first time the Junior Church has met since the COVID crisis started. We have a big amen for that, eh? Amen. Right. Okay, so um, we're now going to sing a more contemporary song, How Sweet the Name of Jesus. Oh no, sorry, this is a, a, oh dear me. We're going to do a hymn. How sweet the name of Jesus.
Right, so now we're going to hear the prayers for the local community and the wider world from Fiona. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus, and receive our prayers today. Prayers said and unsaid. Prayers of sadness or joy. Prayers for others and prayers for ourselves. <coughs> Let us feel the power of your Holy Spirit in this place as we pray for this world. Almighty Father, whose will is to restore all things in your beloved Son, the King of all. We continue to pray for all those who grieve after losing loved ones to COVID. Surround them with your unfailing love. We continue to pray for those suffering the effects of COVID, both short-term and long-term COVID. Give them strength in the power of your Holy Spirit. We give thanks for those working in the NHS, both on the front line and other parts of the system. We thank you for the wisdom of those who created the vaccines and pray for continued breakthroughs as we head into autumn and winter and the flu season. We think of the wider world and especially of those in Afghanistan. We continue to pray for the safe passage of all those needing to leave, for the borders to open and reduce food shortages and future poverty for those who are vulnerable. We pray for Las Palmas and the ongoing volcanic eruptions, for those lives lost, lost homes and the devastation and long-term effects. We pray you will uphold them in your arms and lift their burdens. We continue to pray for those in authority, govern their hearts and minds to bring the families of the nations divided and torn apart by the ravages of sin, war, poverty, drought and disaster, to be the subject of your gentle rules through Jesus Christ our Lord. We pray in faith for the continued work in this place. We pray today for Jenny, our minister, Stuart and the elders. We pray they listen for your word and direction in this fellowship and wider community. Pour out your Holy Spirit on them today to be a beacon of hope, love and joy for all those waiting for your saving love and grace to find them and bring them the joy of your eternal kingdom. We ask you, Lord, to walk with Lynn, our chaplain in Birchwood Park, that she will be a reassuring peace and presence to those she meets. Give her direction and grace in all things. Let us take a moment to pray for those known to us and those on our prayer chain. Let's just take a moment to pray for those on our hearts. Be the beacon of hope and love to all those on our hearts and in these prayers today. Let's take a moment to pray for ourselves. Come, Lord Jesus, descend on each of us today. Ease our burdens and bring a renewed joy and peace and hope to our lives. Take the prayers on our hearts and answer them through your great mercy and love. And as we close, 
Bless the week ahead. May it challenge us and not overwhelm us. Not discourage us and in all things, may we remember you are with us in our journeying. Your love our fuel, your word our guide, today and always. Amen. Thank you, Fiona. It's great that there are so many prayers that uh, we've got today. So we're going to have our Bible readings. Our first one from, is uh, from Psalms, and that's going to be read by Colin, and then from James by Derek. The first reading is from Psalm, chapter, uh, Psalm 19, verses 7 to 14. The law of the Lord is perfect, refreshing the soul. The statutes of the Lord are trustworthy, making wise the simple. The precepts of the Lord are right, giving joy to the heart. The commands of the Lord are radiant, giving light to the eyes. The fear of the Lord is pure, enduring forever. The decrees of the Lord are firm, and all of them are righteous. They are more precious than gold, than much pure gold. They are sweeter than honey, than honey from the honeycomb. By them your servant is warned. In keeping them there is great reward. But who can discern their own errors? Forgive my hidden faults. Keep your servant also from willful sins. May they not rule over me. Then I will be blameless, innocent of great transgression. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Thanks be to God for his word. So the second reading is from James chapter 5, and it's verses 13 to 20, entitled The Prayer of Faith. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone among you ill? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with the oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. 
Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain in the land for three and a half years. Again he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its crops. My brothers and sisters, if one of you should wander from the truth and someone should bring that person back, remember this. Whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way will save them from death and cover over a multitude of sins. Amen. Thank you. As many of you know, I used to be in a rock and roll band. I would often finish sermons even later than I finished this one. I played around 200 gigs with them, but I shall always remember the first one. It was held at a rather posh house, halfway up a hill in Derbyshire. It was a 50th birthday, and we were the entertainment. I remember setting up my keyboard, and then gradually as the sun set, the dew formed on it. And I frankly kept, frantically kept wiping it to keep the electronics dry, sure that when we started to play, there would be an impromptu electrical firework display as well. It was still being run by the two founder members, Ian, who was a very senior executive who lived in Hale, near Altrincham, with a house that was straight out of a Sunday supplement and who always wore shirts from Germain Street in London. And Andy, as scruffy as Ian was neat and who had a drink problem. Andy would come to rehearsals with a holdall full of bottles of Coca-Cola, which were in reality bottles of vodka with a bit of cola for colouring. In the rehearsals, he would get more and more drunk, more and more argumentative, until we'd finish and we'd go home. The night of my first gig, Andy was in full flow. And by the time we started, he was very drunk. There is a recording of the performance, and the mic was near him. Between each of the songs, which were <clears throat> less than perfect, he can be heard to say, let's get back on track, which happens to be the title of today's service. But why choose that title? Well, over the next few weeks, we're going to be looking at the lens which was discussed and agreed at church meeting a few months ago. If you don't remember it, here it is. We'll have no idea about what it is. It's a picture with a beacon in the center and a few words. The picture represents the church as a beacon in the community. The words, what our mission or vision 
is here in Birchwood. As an eldership, we are using this lens to examine what we're doing as a church, whether activities, even sermons, align with these words. I think when I preached last time, I said that maybe we'd spent more time listening to Boris rather than God over the past 18 months. Although at one stage he did want to be king of the world. So, let's get back on track. Back to who we are and what we believe. What makes us, as a church, different from just a social club? Where we come, meet up with our friends, listen to some live music. Jesus, that's who makes us different. What we do here and who we are should be distinctively Christian. We should make sure that the activities that we organise, the way in which we use this building, the way in which we use the money that the church has, is all distinctively Christian. Now, sometimes that is easy to discern. But the way in which, as a church, we make these judgments must itself be Christian, not based on all sorts of rules that uh, perhaps we heard in this psalm. A few years ago, there was a fashion for wearing bracelets which said, WWJD, what would Jesus do? They seem to fall out of fashion when a whole series of other versions were made. But the fundamental question remains, what would Jesus do? Now, if you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't know. Maybe it's a good idea if you ask him. We can do this through prayer. We can also seek those answers by reading the Bible. The reading from James is clear on this. Is anyone among you in trouble? Let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praise. Is anyone sick? Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them. Prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. In this increasingly secular society, when there has been a great disaster of some type, Political leaders will usually offer their thoughts and prayers. A phrase which rattles off the tongue, but isn't really what James is talking about. The latest one seems to be to ask the universe for help. Often those who are asking the universe curiously think that this is better than prayer. 
which they will often tell you is talking to yourself, but talking to the moon isn't. We can fall into the same trap ourselves. Tell people who are going through life's, one of life's traumas that we're thinking of them. Well, that might be the case, but is that distinctively Christian? Are we so afraid that we might offend someone that we won't say that we're praying for them? If that's the case, we need to search our own hearts, pray, and to talk to someone about it. Being a Christian is also a journey. I've always loved the Pilgrim's Progress as it emphasises this. And on that journey, we hope and pray that we will develop in our faith, that we'll be, grow closer to Jesus. As a church, we want to do this too. We want to encourage and see spiritual growth, both as individuals, but as a congregation as a whole. So you can take the lens down there. So does that mean that we have to adopt a particular type of worship? There are some people who believe that the church which has Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit flowing cannot sing traditional hymns. I think that's wrong. A hymn which has endured for hundreds of years has clearly spoken to many generations and may continue to speak to us. I don't think it should be just discounted. But you know, the Bible doesn't say that the Spirit is shown by singing hymns which are more or even less than 100 years old. Paul says in 1 Corinthians, a manifestation of the Spirit is given to each person for the common good. To one is given a message of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, a message of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the performing of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, different kinds of tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. One and the same Spirit is active in all these, distributing to each person as he wills. Some of that might seem quite unnerving. And unfortunately, sometimes some people have pretended to have these gifts, usually to get money from the vulnerable. We must always look back to verse 7. A manifestation of the Spirit is given to each person for the common good. If it isn't for the common good, it isn't the Holy Spirit. Sadly, the original drummer in Unfinished Business was addicted to an entirely different spirit. As we all packed up and made our way down the hill, in pitch black, from the house on the hill, and got to the car park, we realised that Andy wasn't there. It was only a little later that when Ian, the leader of the band, got a call from the birthday boy. I think you've left your drummer behind. He said, 
I've just looked out and he's asleep in the middle of the garden. Andy left a few years later when he became so drunk during a performance he missed the snare drum, which is actually right in front of the drummer. Alcohol had been completely taken over his life. I pray that as we get back on track, that our lives are not taken over by alcohol, but by Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I'm just going to, to pray. If you'd like to join me in prayer. Let's pray. How complex life is. Always we fail, face challenges that seem beyond us. We are caught in a web of relationships, which too often become sterile or irritating or just a formality. We face work which is demanding, too often with impatience and little joy watching for the clock. We hear the cries of a broken world, too often with despair or sense of futility, as though we can do nothing to help. And so we seem to ourselves shallow people just ticking over the calendar and not getting anywhere. This is not what you created us to be. Grant us the spirit of hope, infusing our lives so that what we have been may not determine what we shall become. In Christ, we may draw closer to you in steady pilgrimage. Amen. So, we're going to sing a couple of uh, songs towards the uh, now at the end of the service. And the first is um, one of my favourites uh, from the video, How Deep the Father's Love for Me. Uh, this, is, this is usually uh, sung at Easter, but I think it's, um, it's still a powerful song. And then um, Derek will finish off with an equally quiet one, Tell Out My Soul. So finally, we'll sing uh, Tell Out My Soul, and don't be shy.
to particularly thank Derek. Um, now, for those of you new to the church, uh, Derek um, is completely blind um, and hasn't played the keyboard, I think, for 18 months. Um, he plays the hymns better than I do, and I can see the notes. Um, so thank you very much to Derek. And we'll finish with the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Teas and coffees are being served at the back. Please stay and have a chat.